Coach's Corner on KWBG brought to you at this time by Modern Woodman of America. Contact Travis Risfold over in Madrid. Do it today. Looking for a financial partner that truly makes a difference? Modern Woodman is a member-owned fraternal financial services organization. We can help you plan for all stages of life, from protection to saving to retirement. We also offer member benefits, social activities, and volunteer opportunities to help your family and community. Hey, this is Travis Rizvold with Modern Woodman here in Madrid. Give me a holler at 515-883-0029 to help you with planning for life. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives. Securing futures. Joining us on Coach's Corner here in KWBG, talk a little postseason basketball with uh, Madrid Girls basketball coach Kelvin Adams. The uh, Tigers go 1-1 one one in postseason this year, get a real nice victory, which we'll start off with over Grandview Christian and then uh, obviously fall to Grundy Center to end the season. I tell you what, Kelvin, I, I go back because I told you this, and, and I'll, we'll talk about it now on air, but I've had to retell this story a few times because people said, now wait a second. Madrid girls scored eight points in the first half. They didn't score in the second quarter and still almost won by double digits. Kelvin, is it a legendary story? Perhaps we'll have to wait and see about that. But uh, what, what a spectacularly fun second half, especially uh, at Des Moines North that Saturday night was. Yeah, it was. And I tell you, we've had a number of uh, games this year where we've struggled to score maybe in a quarter or in the first half. Um, but on a lot of those nights, our defensive effort wasn't there. And so uh, we came out and, and defensively we were locked in and, and took away what we needed. And so um, to go into the, in the halftime break with two single-digit quarters, um, defensively we felt really, really good despite scoring uh, zero in the second quarter. But it's just we, we didn't do that early in the year in games. Uh, so just with our defensive effort, we gave ourselves a chance if we could put the ball in the basket. Uh, going into the second half, we, we we knew we had to shoot better. There was there was no way we couldn't shoot better. We didn't necessarily predict we were going to shoot as well as we did in the second half, but uh, we'll take it. Is that one of those things, Kelvin? Do you just look at the girls and kind of say, "Listen, we cannot do that again in the second half. It is just mathematically impossible." Or do you have to pump them up to remind them, "Listen, you guys can shoot. I've seen you do this." Well, we we talked about just having belief, having belief in yourself, and just that. We've, we've not one time all year told a girl that she she couldn't shoot. We we told a couple of them where we think their range is, and, um, <laughs> but we you know in that game you know there was not one girl that we had said uh, they'd taken a bad shot, and so you know we talked about you know shoot it, you miss it, turn the page, uh, worry about the next possession, but you, you can't you can't wear your emotions on on your your jersey sleeves that uh, that you're, you're thinking about your shots. We said this uh, second half, just come out, and just shoot it with confidence, like you believe it's going to go in, and, and and they did just that. Kelvin, you've seen a lot of basketball. Have you ever seen a quarter where you score zero and then a fourth quarter where you put up 21 and almost win by double digits? That, to me, showed a lot of heart down the stretch. And, and Laura Eagleton, you want to talk about writing your name in, in the history books a little bit there. What a fantastic second half she had. Well, especially, too, because we uh, she had to guard Murphy all night long. We, we played a mix of, our, uh, of a couple different zone defenses, but we played a lot of box. On Murphy, their guard, who's pretty talented, and and so Laura um, drew the assignment there. So she she had to work her tail off on the defensive end, which we said the pressure really wasn't on her on the defensive end; it was on the the girls behind her in our box that needed to make sure they were there when when Murphy put the ball on the deck. But uh, but Laura exerted a lot of energy in the first half and um, did a great job defensively. So then to to find her rhythm shooting um, in the second half was incredible, and she actually set uh, set our season our single game record for threes. 
so she ended up with six for the night. Um, and so I got, got a big one late that I'm, I'm screaming, no, 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 <laughs> and then it goes. And so, uh, yeah, she kind of shut me up there on the sideline in the second half with the, with the clock winding down. So, Isn't that where you look at her later, though, and go, Laura, I was going, you go, you go, right? I mean, you, you change it up a little bit, yeah? Well, I tell you what, in the locker room we said, you know, we, we wanted them to go, get out and enjoy uh, after the game with their with their families and enjoy kind of that, that second half ride there. Um, but I said, you know, we'll talk some clock management stuff going forward because we had chewed. We're up seven and then chewed about – 15 seconds off the off the shot clock with about a minute and 15 seconds left. And we got another 15 to 20 seconds to chew off. And we got great ball movement, and she catches that sucker from about three or four feet behind the line and lets it go. And so I, I said, you're lucky it went because I said well, our conversation would have been a little bit different <laughs> clock management. But uh, but no, it was a big shot, and like I said, she was she was doing what we said at halftime: shoot with confidence, and she was she was doing that in a second. Kelvin, there's nothing better than a winning locker room after a postseason game. Take us inside a little bit. Uh, how uh, how excited was everybody, and, and just set the scene a little bit. Yeah, I tell you what, we came came around the corner and uh, it got got noisy for a second. Coach Coach Furness always breaks out of gritty uh, when he comes into the locker room too, so that gets the girls a little more more excited. So uh, yeah, it was it was a fun locker room, a lot of smiles, and um, kind of. Reminded us a little bit again of last year when we went over to South Hamilton and kind of put ourselves in a similar situation because uh, we got down in Des Moines there by by 13 to 15 in the third quarter and it's exactly where we were against South Hamilton last year. Um, so we told the girls, "Hey, you've been in this situation before, and there's no 15 point shot. Um, take it a possession at the time." So it was kind of kind of fun to reminisce about that um, where we were last year, and then knowing that we had a similar task going to to Grundy um, the following the following Tuesday. So, but we, we enjoyed it that night, and then uh, enjoyed the bus ride home, and then tried to quickly turn the page and, and get ready for a tough task on Tuesday. Well, in Grundy Center, and man, I'm going to come off sounding awful with this, so try to follow me when I say this. I I really think Madrid shoots the basketball just even a little bit better in quarter number one. I think I'd counted it, and you might be able to tell me, and maybe you don't want to tell me, but. I think I counted six or seven turnovers in the first quarter, about four or five defense or offensive rebounds that should have been defensive rebounds that gave up. I mean, everything that could have went wrong did. I know Grundy Center has a little bit to do with that. I felt like some of it was self-inflicted, Coach. It, it was. We, we knew they were going to come out and put pressure on us. Um, and they, they're, a, they're a senior group. they got a, a heavy senior group, kind of like we do. Um, that have played a lot of basketball together, and they're, they're a gritty group that uh, they've got down in a lot of games this year and dug themselves out. I mean, they weren't 18 and two for um, for no reason. Um, so we knew they were going to be a good a good uh, basketball team. We were going to have a challenge, but we uh, we came out. And I think the first three or four possessions, it wasn't that their press bothered us. It was before the traps even got there. It was just going through our hands. So it was definitely some self inflicted turnovers. And and credit to them that they. Uh, they capitalized on those uh, and either got buckets on them or, um, like I said, their, their size hurt us. Uh, we knew that was our number one key going into the game was, was rebounding. And in the first quarter, just with the turnovers and the old boards, um, we, we dug ourselves a hole that against a, a good basketball team like Grundy, they make it tough to get out of. And so, and then the more you progress in the postseason, every round, even if it's just one round, the opponents get better. And so you, you got to play uh, clean basketball. And we didn't do that in the first quarter. Uh, and then if you don't shoot the ball well to it, it makes it difficult, but I tell you what, um, got a nice compliment from their coach after the game. They just talked about they've had a number of teams they played this year in similar situations, um, you know, down big. And he said teams quit and teams do a lot of finger pointing and 
he said our girls didn't do that. So, you know, silver lining, it was it was a credit to our girls that on, on their last game and, and down how they were, they could have rolled over and they could have quit playing and, and quit rebounding and um, and they did. They they battled for 32 minutes, and um, so we we were proud of their effort um, and just the way that they finished the season uh, playing for each other. Well, and and I I don't want to put anything on this girl's shoulders because she doesn't deserve it, and it definitely wasn't that night. But you go from bad to worse too, Kelvin. I mean, w- with the the lead that you were trying to you know find a way to claw back, and then Lily gets hurt in the third quarter, and it was just like, man, this is. This is not Tiger Night, but as to your credit, as you said, even when Lily goes down, the score starts to inflate a little bit. Man, I, I still saw girls running through offenses. I still saw screens. I still saw girls trying to find their shot. I mean, if there's anything that comes out of that night, Kelvin, that was a Tiger team that, uh, fine, look at the final score, do what you got to do. They didn't quit for four quarters, as you said. Absolutely, and, and I tell you what, Lily played, uh, she played some really good basketball down the stretch for us, and she's she had a kind of a game that goes under the radar at, at North because she got us going defensively. I think she had five or six steals over at North and a, and a couple of them that were kind of key in our comeback there. And so um, we were a better basketball team when she was when she was on the court, especially the last three weeks of the season. And so you, you never want to see a kid get injured. And uh, so, yeah, she went down with a knee injury um, in that third quarter. And so, um, like I said, not, not how you want any kid to, uh, to go down at any point in their career, but especially the last game. But uh, like I said, the other girls rallied, um, rallied and continued yeah. to play hard, uh, you know, for each other and for her. So um, never a good situation, but uh, she's she's a tough kid and she'll bounce back. Yeah, no doubt about it. Kelvin, we'll wrap up the season with you here in a couple of weeks. Thanks for some time. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Ryan. You bet. Kelvin Adams again joining us. Matter of girls basketball here on Coach's Corner.